Welcome to Dream Age, where every age is a good age to dream. I'm your host, the most. A little bit of side solid. The most of what? That is a very good question. I am Nick, here with the dangerous, the deadly, the adorable. That's not the word I was going to use next, but hey. Oh. Uh, Ty. I am me. Say yes. hi, Ty. Hi, Ty. There you go. Good stuff. Alright, um, this is our first episode of Dream Age. Um, we're fairly new. We're just trying to get our bearings about, so wish us luck. Actually, you have anything to say to the lovely folks? No. Okay. Alright, well, uh, first on the agenda, we're going to talk about anime. You guys know about. what anime is, right? Yeah, Sorry. of course you do. Sorry, Amini. As An anime? Anime, as some of the folks like to call it. Um, <laughs> Alright, um, there's an anime um, that I watched a very long time ago called You Are Omaso. And I really, really loved it. I loved this anime so much. It was a feature-length movie. Believe it or not, about dinosaurs. Dinosauruses? Dinosauruses. And it was really good. Like, the premise of the movie was kind of like finding your place. Yeah, because the TV, because the main character is, of course, Omaso, and he's a T-Rex, but he was raised with the herbivores, mm. and that immediately causes some problems, because he realized he was different from everyone else mm-hmm. um, at a fairly young age, and he essentially exiled himself, because he accidentally um, um, attacked another predator's tail, Oops. and he ate it and he was like it tasted delicious how do you accidentally eat something he was defending his brother yeah you defend you don't eat it <laughs> yeah it was like he was in a rage and it was already in his mouth and he kind of got taken over by the bloodlust or whatever you want to call it Fair i was enough. like he just he just chewed it and he swallowed it he's like it was delicious i was like crap i don't think i could stay here anymore so he just straight up just left i'm gonna keep that in mind in case an intruder ever breaks into our apartment please don't eat them god don't eat them I make you no promises. Okay. But, um, yeah, it turns out that it's actually a, a fairly uh, good anime in actuality. The reason why I loved it so much, besides the fact that it's about dinosaurs, was the fact that Umaso fights with kicks. Well, he is a T-Rex. Yes, but T-Rex <laughs> normally don't kick. I mean, they can't exactly punch either. <laughs> hey, man, listen, once they get you up against the wall and they T-Rex slap you to death... <laughs> Nothing much you could do about that. But oh no, the short-armed animal is gonna get me. Hey man, it'll be a shame if I were to just lean back a few feet. Those arms might be short, but let them touch you though. Yeah. All right, but yeah, he kicks. He kicks a lot. And so it was a really nice anime. I really liked it. It was. It was really enjoyable. For anybody out there, I'd say give it a watch. It's. It starts off fairly slow, but it gets. It really does pick up about a quarter way through. So it's actually really good. Give it a watch. I've never watched the full thing, but I did see clips of it. It's very, it's very cute. And then you just see a T-Rex just taekwondo kicking everything it walks by, and it's like, uh, no, it's still cute. Hey man, <laughs> I was going to say it's less cute, but it really isn't. <laughs> no, that is, hey man, Masa's a terror, okay? It's badass. No. Okay. I'm no, with that round head. Hey, listen... The artistic style is their own, okay? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Here's where I get my 
my geek card revoked. I haven't actually watched any anime recently. Hey, don't feel bad. I haven't watched anime in years. I, I don't know. There's just with time, I just prefer to read. Manga has never let me down. Hey man, <coughs> only thing you gotta worry about with manga is when's the next chapter gonna be uploaded? Never. It feels that way. No, God, it feels nothing that way. hurts more than getting into a new a new manga and it's like, oh, this is amazing. When's the next chapter coming out? And then you realize that the last upload was like six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I have a thing about asking people if you're going to recommend me a manga. Is it finished? Or is it ongoing? Because if you give me something that's not finished, then it never will be. I'm just going to throw it at you. Okay. By it, I mean my phone. I mean, there are a few mangas out there that are really good that haven't been finished yet, so... I mean... The Breaker is a really good series. I'd recommend it to anybody. The Breaker and The Breaker New Waves. Um, they're on a hiatus right now. And that hiatus has been going on for, like, the better portion of three to five years. Of course it is. <laughs> uh, but the last anime that I did sit down and watch... Actually, it was an OVA of this manga that I read um, called Hasao to Kase-san. And now for people like me who don't, who don't speak Japanese, what does that translate to? Uh, right? Okay. So, <laughs> okay. so um, it's basically about these two girls who end up in a relationship. I wouldn't say end up. It's more like uh, this one girl is really into flowers. And she's kind of shy and reserved. And the other girl is her polar opposite. She's a track star. She's very popular. She's she's that chick, right? Oh, yeah, I think I saw you watching this one. And they are just two nerds in love. And it's it's cute. It's the cutest thing. I love Slice of Life. It's, it's so simple, but, you know, it's just a lot of, like, there's just a lot of character thought put into it because there's nothing to really there's no action there's no magic there's nothing like that to really entertain you except for the characters themselves but i do recommend like reading the manga the ova was nice and i love seeing it in action but it basically like it took that entire manga and like chopped it up as best as it could (laughs) missing some really sweet and key details Okay. But it was drawn very nicely. Okay, that's, that's good. That's good. Um, well, recently, well, I say recently, but last year we actually started watching Kimetsu no Yaiba. Um, In English? Um, Demon Slayer. There we go. <laughs> Come on. I'm pretty sure the fans know what we're talking about. I say fans. This is for, like, the future fans. And future, when we know we have fans. You know, like... 50 years from now when we're old and gray. Older and grayer. There you go. <laughs> but, um, we started recently watching Kimetsu no Yaiba. Um, I kind of waited for the hype, for, the hype of it to die down. That and it and, never will. So, <laughs> here we are. That and my brother-in-law would not leave me alone about it. He literally held us hostage. Until, <laughs> until we, watched we watched the, the first, first episode. episode. And then BPL decided, oh, y'all having a good time? We can't have that. Um, for for you folks, BPL is our electric company, and they just straight up said, "Hey man, y'all having fun? 
we are just going to shut do down the electricity in this particular area for an unexplainable amount of time, and, and you just got to deal with it. And the ironic part about that is, is we decided, okay, we'll just finish watching when we get home. We get home, we turn on the episode, and then our power cuts up. Yep. So clearly that was just the universe just saying, fuck you and this anime. Hey, man. <laughs> but Kimetsu no Yaiba is very pretty. It's very pretty. I love to look at it. It's really it's really fun. It's really good to look at. I'm, I read the manga for at the moment. I'm fairly up to date with it. Shit gets real, man. Shit gets real. I've heard that it has like that sort of uh, attack on Titan syndrome where it's kind of like the anime looks incredibly amazing and then you go to the manga and it's like uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, to be fair to be fair to the manga it, um, it's not as bad as Attack on Titan it's not as bad as Attack on Titan it's actually fairly good to look at it has its own charm, but compared to the anime, it does pale in comparison. However, the manga does express certain things much better. Okay, well, I feel as if you don't expand on the media that you're using, then what's the point, you know? If you got to draw stills, you better make those stills look as good as you can. If you can animate, then you take was a good still from a manga and then you multiply it by a hundred hey man uh you've you've seen soju sec yeah and uh-huh. <laughs> you've uh-huh. seen soju sec and what they did my god like that looked awful as an animation the, as a manga it looked great and they tried to keep that same uh-huh. style but the problem is is that that style only worked well for the manga as an anime, it doesn't look good. Like, it doesn't translate to movement and visualizations and every, and stuff very well. Every time I see that shoujo sect animation, I cringe. It's like, ugh. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yes, it is pretty bad. Oh, um, I guess as a sort of segue, which isn't a really a segue at all, um... I have been reading a lot of manga because I'm pressed for time and I kind of have two extremes. Uh, I either don't watch anything for a very long period of time and then I can't stop myself from binge watching one thing in an entire night if I do decide to watch something. So what have I been reading recently? A million things. But... Two manga in particular that I've been reading as of recent. I just, for the love of God, I just finished Citrus. Really? You just finished Citrus? Well, I didn't just finish it, but I mean, like, it's the recent thing that I read and finished. That was finished. Uh, I'm sorry I haven't read it when it came out. But, um, that and... This is not going to be in English. I don't know what it is in English. And I apologize in advance for botching up this name. Uh, the manga is called Shimai Shinmai no Futari Gohan. None of our furniture is levitating, right? Okay, no, okay. not yet. Okay. So it's 
about these two girls who you're gonna see a trend in the manga that I read. It's about these two girls who become stepsisters, and uh, one of the characters loves to eat food, and the other loves to cook food. It's a match made in heaven. Yeah, Someone's heaven. Uh, somebody. This manga is so immaculately well drawn, like that the food drawing is on Studio Ghibli level food drawing. Like that type of food you look at and be like, I want that. Like right now. Okay. You need to <laughs> right, right now. Um Shogeki no Soma. Because that is actual food porn. Like that is the type of food that you look at and you be like, I I don't know what it tastes like, but, but looking I want at it, it <laughs> I could I could I could almost taste it. <laughs> it tastes so good. Like, like, it looks it looks really good. Like, um, the, the, the whole point of the manga was the older sister, the one who loves to eat the food, she was afraid that, um, her and her new stepsister wouldn't have any sort of common ground. And the, the running joke in the manga is the younger sister has a resting bitch face. Like, it scares everyone, but that's the face that she makes when she's nervous and she's anxious, which is basically like, anytime she meets somebody new. So she looks scary, but she's really not. And uh, food was mentioned, food was cooked, and their relationship blossomed from then. And every 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 chapter has a structure where it's like, "Hey, I'm hungry. We could make insert dish here." And then as they're cooking it, they explain how to make it, which can come off kind of jarring and instructional if not done correctly, but thing is it's so well drawn and their relationship is so nice that i look past okay, that so little i was just gonna ask if they pull it off and sometimes like there are points where like they're in a group and the group is discussing how to make this dish it'll be like they catch this giant tuna and it's like so what do we do with it now and then she explains we gotta scale it we gotta do this we gotta do that and oh, okay. at that point in time it seems natural but then when it's just like there are settings where it's just the two of them in the kitchen and she's it's almost like she's just talking to herself so, okay so we're gonna boil the eggs right here and oh so it's not <laughs> turning into an instructional video yeah and i'm just like if anybody were watching you right now you'd look insane <laughs> But I love it. I, I enjoy it. And the chapters update regularly. Okay. I can't wait for the new Lupin movie to come out. That looks that looks great. That looks fucking great. Is it? Yes. I it's didn't even 3- know there was a it's new in, Lupin. Yeah, there's a new Lupin movie coming out. It's it's in 3D, if I remember correctly. And I think... Oh, God, I forgot his name. Oh man, don't at me in the comms. Don't <laughs> at me in the comms. But uh, the guy, about? the guy with the hat with the guns, I forgot uh, his name. Goemon? Goemon. No, not no. Is it Goemon? No. I can't remember who's the samurai and who's the who's the uh... Hey man, I'm old, okay? <laughs> Leave me alone. But um there is a uh, there was a post of it and Pretty sure it's Goemon. Though. I don't think it's Goemon. Anyways, there's a post of it Excuse and me while I consult the Consult internet. the internet? Okay. You know what? Um, okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna look this up real quick while I'm talking about this. But there was a clip of him on Twitter, and it was with him showing his face. And because we've never really seen his face before, I'm like, God damn, that dude looks handsome, babe. Like, how do they do that? And then he puts on arms like, Oh shit! 
That's the guy! Oh, snap! It would be a real thing is if they, like, shaved off his goatee. He <laughs> has the huge goatee. Jigen. Jigen, there you go. Yeah. I was thinking Jigen, but yeah. I honestly didn't Goemon want to Goemon is the samurai. As the samurai, there you go. Apologies. See, don't... See, 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 uh, comments? This would happen when you don't add us. Apologies. We figured it out. We figured it out. We knew it all along. From the beginning. It won't happen again. It'll happen all the time. He's right. But yeah, he, they had a picture and they actually showed his full face and whatnot, and he looked handsome. <laughs> he's a handsome man? He's a handsome man. He's not the traditional... He's not traditional Japanese pretty boy handsome. Like, he is a man's handsome. <laughs> He's handsome? He's handsome. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I feel like we met, we've uh, lingered in the anime section for a bit. Let's move on. So... To what? Now we're on to the game section. <gasps> we'll see if anybody can figure out what's happening after this. But we'll see. Um, you want to go first, thinking about the games? Is, is there any games that you've played recently or that you want to talk about? Yes. Yes, there is. Is this a game with a genie? No. No? Okay. <laughs> um, well, my PS4 has unfortunately been collecting dust because, again, one of those people who were incredibly pressed with time. But um, I recently started playing games again because my the love of my life over here decided that he wanted to call me a, casu- a filthy casual. A filthy casual. And I took up the whole fence. All of it. The whole thing. You didn't take offense? <laughs> no, I took up the fence. Okay. The I entire feel. fence. I feel you. I feel you. Um, so, past Christmas, I decided to treat myself. I bought myself three games. One of which I've completed. One of which I just started playing. And the other one I haven't touched yet. Um, Little Nightmares, Crypt of the Necrodancer, and Hollow Knight consecutively. You got Hollow Knight too? Yeah. I don't remember getting Hollow Knight. Okay. I did buy Hollow Knight because it was on sale. Oh, don't worry. Hollow Knight's going to steal your life. That's why I haven't started playing it yet. <laughs> you should probably play that before you play Crypt and Necrodancer. I want to uh, be honest. Uh, well, Little Nightmares I turned over because it was a game that I've been meaning to play forever from when I first saw it because I was attracted to the... I love horror things. She likes I'm, creepy I'm, shit. I'm just going to get that out of the way right now. She likes creepy <laughs> shit. I do. Um... So I, and I'm, I usually watch a lot of Let's Players, so any one of the Let's Players I follow who were playing this game, I avoided because I didn't want any spoilers. I managed to do that for two years, somehow. Um, that game, the game did some things to me. Boy, <laughs> I can safely say the night that I was playing Little nightmares that I've never seen so many expressions on her face. <laughs> uh, I was in a chat with some of my friends. They were playing Monster Hunter at the time, and I was playing this, and they swore somebody was murdering me with how much I was just running around. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. 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 <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it was like that, but it was a short game. I think I turned it over and, like, a week but realistically that's like I'm putting in two hours every night for that week and that's me being generous because I had to force myself to turn that game off and go to bed I'm not gonna spoil anything because I feel as though people should really play it to get the full 
impact of how unsettling that game is just from the character designs alone it just it, it'll do something to you um but yeah little nightmares i can't wait for part two Crypt of the Necro Dancer, I started playing, and uh, if you really want to learn if you have rhythm or not, you should play that game. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you, uh, you're literally following the beat as you go through caves and fight monsters, and going off beat at any point in time will probably get you killed. <laughs> uh, I... D- did I pass the first dungeon? I don't think I did. The first dungeon... Um, yes. No, you didn't make it past the first dungeon. You made it through the first several floors. Yeah, and the unfortunate part is, even if you go through through many, many floors, you're going to have to start over from the beginning if you die. It's like, it's like Mystery Dungeon, but with dance. And you know you love your Mystery Dungeon. Fuck Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> so what are you playing? Um, currently I'm in the middle of two games at the moment, one being... That's very little for you. Hey, you know me, um, for the, for the record, I'm the type of person that likes to start a billion games and finish none. Um, I like to have options, I like to continuously play the game so I don't get burned out from certain games. Um, but I've been slowly but surely finishing the games that I've had on my, um, on my list. And now I'm starting to get to the point where I was, crap, I need things to play. I have things to play, but I have to start them. And if I start them, I'm not going to finish them right, right now. So it's I don't want to continue. I don't want to continue the trend, you know. In and of itself. <laughs> yeah. So right now, at the moment, I'm stuck between, I must say stuck. I'm between Final Fantasy XIV Realm Reborn. I just recently got it. I'm a few friend of mine's. Um, I don't want to say convinced. And I don't want to say coerced. I'm going to say coerced. <laughs> they suggested persuaded. Strongly. They, yes, that's actually a good way to put it. They strongly suggested that I play it. Um, I tried out the free demo for a while. And I was like, I'm not quite feeling it. But as I continued playing the game, I kind of got sucked into it. And I played MMOs um, back in the day. Like Trickster. Trickster Online. And Elf Sword. Like, season one episode, when there were only, like, four characters. That's how long ago it was. And it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I started again to flow, but I was like, okay, it's fun. I feel like the combat is really, really slow. It's not quite as snappy as I would like it to be. But it's it's enjoyable. And right now I'm playing with a few veterans who have been playing the game for quite some time. And, yeah, that's, that's pretty fun. I, I've been enjoying that. Um, that's going to keep me... That's going to be my go-to game whenever I I need to go back to something. And the other game I'm currently playing is Kingdom Hearts 3. And for anybody who is anybody that is anybody that knows me, knows that I fucking love Kingdom Hearts 3. Understatement. Kingdom Hearts is my favorite game series. It's my, fav- it's my favorite everything. Like, I have... Like, as my, um, as my background right now, I have... A um, a Kingdom Hearts theme. Right now, Staring on my PS4. Right in the face. As on my PS4, I also have a, P- a Kingdom Hearts theme. I love Kingdom Hearts so much. It's my favorite game. 
Um, I feel like Kingdom Hearts 3 could have been handled a bit better. It could have been... It could have... There was a lot of things that they didn't need to cut from the game or things that should have been in the game, in my opinion. But that's my opinion. I didn't make the game, so fuck me. <laughs> but as a consumer, I, I, I enjoyed it. I give it... And honestly, I give it a 7.5. It's not the best Kingdom Hearts game, but it sure as hell ain't the worst. I'm looking at you, Dream Drop Distance. Dream Drop Distance, there we go. Actually, no, Recorded was the worst. Good lord. They did not need to make Recorded. Anyways. It was... Before you take up an hour of the podcast. Okay, okay. I'm 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 going to streamline it. Um, It's in... I enjoy Kingdom Hearts 3. Just recently, they released the... The um the DLC for it, which has the extra episode on the data bottles, which is really f- fucking hard. Because I'm playing on critical mode, and every two hits kill me. Sometimes the first hit kills me. You enjoy frustrating yourself, I see. Yes, I do. But um, it's really enjoyable. Um, there's, there's, there's a lot to do. Right now, I'm currently in the process of platinuming the game. I think I'm. I think I'm only like three or four trophies short from actually platinuming the game, and that's my goal. That's gonna be my goal for the first half of 2020. Because, like I said, I'm also playing Final Fantasy or Realm Reborn, so that's it. I also need to get the DLC because I want to be. I want to be a gunbreaker. Gunbreakers are cool. Back in my day, we didn't have these downloadable contents. You just had two CDs. <laughs> that is true, because the old Final Fantasy games um, would come on like four CDs. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Final Fantasy IX was four CDs long. Final Fantasy IX is also my favorite Final Fantasy game, by the way. Not seven. I don't know what eight is. But nine. Nine is the shits. I love nine. I, I enjoy the story, and I, I felt a kindred spirit, a kindred soul in Zidane. The only thing that separates me from him is the fact that I'm much more handsome than him. And I'm not a womanizer, so there you, so there you go. Wonderful. Yeah. I still have yet to play a game that's that's taken up space in my heart like Okami has. That's, right, you like that's still my favorite game to date. Like Waka. Waka was a cool character. <laughs> Frenchy boy. I still remember walking in a game store and seeing the wolf on the cover, and that was that, that was, was literally what sold me. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. I'm I'm dying from a cough. Please but, don't die. <clears throat> I make you no promises, but um, yeah. Like I walked in with my brother, and we were just looking at the PS2 games at the time. It's like, is that a wolf? I want that. And then that was, it. that was that. <laughs> and then literally from PS2 up until now, they've um, they've revised the game for each new console, and I've gotten it because I have nothing better to do. <laughs> and I will play that game and flip that game over and over and over. There's a thing called obsessive. You say that, but before I actually started actively buying myself games, I had a choice between Okami and Crash Bandicoot. 
and I would frustrate I would frustrate myself with Crash Bandicoot for all of half an hour. And then go play Okami. And then just kill stuff in Okami. Okay. <laughs> Alright. I, I, I feel you. I feel you. Well, is there any games that you're looking forward to? That you know that's coming out? Well, that look. I don't like that look. <laughs> no, I actually haven't kept up with like gaming news. I... I've, I've been enjoying you telling me about like Nintendo updates. Mm-hmm. As... As everyone gotten over their uh, they're upset about the recent Smash character. Oh, yeah. uh, people are still butthurt about it, but they're not as vocal as they used to be. I heard that Violet doesn't play like the other Fire Emblem characters. Not at all. I guess that's a good thing. I honestly wish, like, um. If anybody knew, um, there's a YouTuber called Arx. Um, Arx Gaming is his channel. He had suggested that Monster Hunter be a character. I also wanted Monster Hunter to be a character. And actually, Violet's moveset is kind of like how we, how Arx envisioned um, Monster Hunter to play. Whereas they'd be switching weapons based on their attacks and whatnot. Hmm. Sounds complicated. But it sounds like one of those characters where it's like once you get a hold of... You know, switching and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a, it's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, but it's not like you, like, actively change your weapons per light button press. It's just kind of like... Well, I, I... That's right. I don't think you've seen Bioleting gameplay yet, but, like... No, I haven't. Certain... I've, I've heard descriptions. Yeah. They they described him, her, uh, he, she... As, um, she, it. As, like, the... The Ganondorf of Fire Emblem. Yeah. She's slow, um, heavy hitter... That sort of, that sort of situation. Yeah, Ganon ain't slow no more. <laughs> he'll, still, he'll still kick you off the damn stage. But yeah. Um, for Fire Emblem characters, um, they, they are noticeably slow. And But they make up for it by um, having so much spacing tools. Slower or faster than Ike? Slower than Ike. Dear Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Why I would guess, you? I guess noticeably faster. Majority of the characters are noticeably faster. Like, you've seen me play Incineroar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Incineroar is slow? Not really. Incineroar is the slowest character in the game. Wow. Yeah, exactly. You don't play it like that. I know, because I, I, I pace myself. Fair enough. Then again, I play with Bowser, so... <laughs> hey, Bowser is hella fast. I miss the tank, though. I just miss... just right on his belly. Nyee, I come in. <laughs> I miss tank Bowser. But I kid you not, nothing's more terrifying than seeing a 500-pound dragon turtle thing stampeding towards you. <laughs> I come in. <laughs> oh, man. Um, right now, the, I think the game I'm looking forward to the most right now is coming out on March 3rd, which will be Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. It's a fighting game. I really like fighting games. I love fighting games. Almost as much as he loves Kingdom Hearts. Hey, man, let's not get crazy. Not that much. Let's not get crazy. Oh, there is a game I'm looking for. It's a remake, but... What's, what's that? Crystal Chronicles. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. It's coming up. That should be coming up this year. It's either I... in the first quarter or second second quarter of the year. Yeah. Gonna pick up some chalices and set some people on fire. <sighs> <laughs> Crystal Chronicles was... Uh, I love that game. That was Final Fantasy's <laughs> version of Monopoly. It's like, we're all friends, until we're not. Um, to, to put it this way, my brother 
and I used to play that game a lot. And um, for for anyone who hasn't played it, essentially there's a miasma surrounding wherever you decide your mission is for that for that time, and you have to carry around a chalice. The chalice protects you from the poisonous miasma. So there's basically like a dome surrounding you at all times once you pick up this chalice. However, comma, if there are two of you or more, somebody can literally pick up the chalice and run away with it faster than their teammates. So uh, if at any point in time, like I pissed my brother off or he pissed me off, I just picked up the chalice and ran. I ran and let him die slowly of poison. You can also set your teammates on fire. Delightful. Like, all you gotta do is just break some oil on the ground. <laughs> Wait till they walk over it and then set a, sp- a fire spell. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible people. It doesn't cause them any damage, but it is funny as hell. <laughs> it's how to be passive-aggressive in video games. Terrible. 101. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah. Looking forward to Grand Blue Fantasy. It's, it's a faster street fighter. But a slower anime fighting game. Do with that knowledge what you will. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's based on the Grand Blue um, MMORPG, and have some some characters from it. It's pulled directly from it. Oh, remember the character I showed you the other night, the kind of muscular looking woman. Uh, yeah, yeah, Ladiva. With the beard. Yep, with the beard. I yeah, yeah, that's Grand Blue. Still confused about that. <laughs> hey man, don't worry about it. That's a woman. Sure. I know my first grade teacher had a beard. And you know what? We don't question that. I don't. At least not in front of him. I wouldn't. She she loved to... She loved to use the battle as her... Her primary source of punishment. Okay. We'll talk Sometimes about it later. Sometimes for day. no reason at all. Anyways, but yeah. Um, first grade. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> um, Grand Blue... Grand Blue is really... For, compared to most anime fighting games that I've played... Um, it is noticeably slower. It's very footsie based. If you don't know what that means, it, what footsies mean, it means that you're staying literally, you're literally staying at your maximum range, and you can still hit someone. Sounds unfair. It is, but if your opponent is also doing it, then you can see where it, uh, it, it becomes a spacing uh, thing. It's literally a matter of spacing, timing, and frames and whatnot, but. That's not, I won't get into too much details about it. But it is a footsie-based game. And footsie-based. Yes, footsie-based. I love the terms that gamers come up with. Hey, man. Footsie is a very old-school term. <laughs> but um, Street Fighter is a footsie-based game, whereas you got to have to space yourself properly so you can stay without your opponent's striking range and punish them, so be able to punish them for whatever, right? Mm. But, but... Big butt. It's noticeably slower than anime fighting games. Like, that's what Grand Blue is. It's like, um, Marvel would be, would, even though it's it's um, not an anime fighting game, it could fall in that genre of anime fighting games because there's a lot of shit happening. Mm-hmm. There's everything happening in Marvel. Yeah. Um, what's, uh, oh, Blaze Blue. You see me play Blaze Blue. Mm-hmm. That, I that played Blaze Blue myself a few times. Yeah, that's an that's a good <laughs> example of an anime fighting game where you're just air dashing, there's crazy combos, there's a lot of lights and flashing things on the screen. and yeah. you know, It has all the bells and whistles. Yeah. 
right? But it's fast as fuck. When you, when you literally watch somebody just put in a combo and then put the control down. And this stuff happens, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's what that's what Grand Blue is. It's a very slow version of an anime fighting game, but it's a faster version of Street Fighter. Ah, okay. At least that's in my opinion. I could I, I could potentially be wrong, but that's how I view the game. We shall wait and see. March 3rd. March 3rd. So like tomorrow. Pretty much. It's <laughs> like February's almost done. In actuality, like, I think there's going to be, like, some tournaments, some local tournaments for them. I'm thinking about going to one or two of them, just to really feel it out. Do your thing. Do your thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's, let's move on. And now we're in the entertainment section. Oh, wait, no, that's the wrong sound effect. <laughs> no, you're pretty rushed right. You're right. That's how I feel about entertainment in this day and age. Let's not talk about it. So, we've been watching several things. Um, we just recently watched the latest season of Dragon Prince. And how did you feel about that? Oh, boy. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Um, I feel like the build-up from the first two seasons... I felt like they could have stretched season three into a season four. I felt like there was way too much happening in season three. Like everything happened all at once. Like I know that I think it's the same creators that made Avatar. Um, one of the writers. Yeah. Like I feel like they. I feel like if I, don't, I shouldn't compare it to it, but it's a bit a good example. If they had kept it like how Avatar: The Last Airbender was, where they kind of stretched. Like, the entire one story throughout four seasons, throughout four chapters, and, well, the four books. Mm-hmm. And you kind of, like, come to a head at the end of the last book. That would be great. But I kind of feel like there was so much build-up between the first two seasons that when the last season came out, it's just kind of like, okay, we need to end this, so we need to, like, speed things along. Like, I feel like... um Oh, Lord, I forgot his name already. Shit. Who's that? Don't at me. Um, not soccer. Colin? Colin and Rayla. I feel like their relationship was super rushed. <laughs> like, that, Like yeah, you've seen like some hints here. Oh, sorry. For anybody who hasn't watched this, huge spoiler. <laughs> this is your last chance. We're, there's going to be a... Uh, stamp somewhere. No, wait. There's not gonna be any stamp. Uh, just skip ahead, and hopefully you won't hear it. <laughs> but um, I feel I felt like their relationship, like there was the build up for the relationship. That like, yeah, they've been feeling each other throughout the entire thing, and they've moved from enemies to frenemies to good friends, and then all of a sudden, hey, we're in a relationship. As you do. As you do. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Aang has been trying to, has been kissing Katara for years, and it took literally him almost dying and killing a guy for her to be like, you know, I, I think we could, I think we could get in a relationship now. Hey man, in people's minds, Korra and Zuko are still canon. Never Wait. mind that the Legend of Korra happened; they're Wait, still what? canon. Uh, people love Korra and Zuko. Okay. As a pair. Mm-mm. I'm not getting into ships. <laughs> That ship is long sunk. Jeez, how do you feel about how do you feel about Dragon Prince? Um, 
I felt like for the first season and partly for season two, they were still kind of figuring things out. The animation has gotten significantly better. Which is great because when I first looked at it, I thought, mm, I'm not, uh, I'm not a fan of this particular style. It reminded me a lot of um, Ruby. Mm. I've never actually watched an episode of, of Ruby. You really but need. I've to. seen clips, and it's like, okay, I, I feel like I would have issues with this sort of animation, but you know what? I'm willing to forgive for good storytelling don't you ever ever insult the late Montillon I would never I love Montillon God rest his soul but um or Buddha whichever deity you you <laughs> worship but um season 3 had me pretty captivated except I felt like with with one of the characters I was I was suffering from the same problem I had with the first half of season two of The Legend of Korra. Which character is that? Um, why did I forget her name? Soren's sister. Oh snap! This is gonna this is gonna upset me. <laughs> Cause she had a she had a come somewhat cool name. Please hold while I consult the internet. But literally for the for the first. Every time she did anything, I was just like, why are you stupid? Stop it. <laughs> I hate you. Ah, you don't really hate her. <clears throat> I... I kind of do. Okay. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh... Rayla is definitely my, my favorite character. Because reasons. It's because she's a, she's a three-fingered elf? Nah, she's just cool. You know, like, they took the I'm badass female character, but they didn't, they didn't try to... Claudia! Yeah. There, there you go. They didn't try to, like, streamline it. They gave her her insecurities. They gave her her things to work out, her personal demons. But literally, from season one, season one, I liked Claudia a lot. Because she just seemed like, oh, I'm ditzy. You know, I'm a goof. I have my quirks. And I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. But then, like, you establish early on that her and Soren are very close. Like, she loves her brother. She'll murder for her brother. She actually did murder for her brother. Hey, man. <laughs> but, um, but then when season three comes along, and it's, it's... Spoilers. It's a choice between Daddy Dearest, who's insane, by the way. Like actually insane is he insane there's a choice between him and and soren and she chooses her dad and i'm like you fucking ooh, you make me angry (laughs) (laughs) stop making me angry and it's literally how i felt about um cora in the first half of season two I was like, this is literally just season one all over again. Stop making me angry. Stop being dumb. <laughs> Stop it. Hey, man. That's all I got. <laughs> but I like Dragon Prince for someone who was just... He was just a writer on certain episodes of 
Avatar. Um, I think a lot of the episodes that involved flashbacks. Mm-hmm. He he was the writer for the episode where they they showed how Zuko got his scar when he when he got into the Agni Kai with the Fire Lord. Like certain episodes like that, he wrote. So it was nice to see how he stood on his own two feet, basically writing an entire series by itself. Yeah. I, th- I think there were a lot of moments of like kind of wasted potential but it's not that big of a grievance for me okay uh no pressure season four no pressure all the pressure um um we also recently watched enter the flogus floppus 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 yeah yeah enter the some the the movie the invaders and movie <laughs> Um, we're not new to the Invader Zim ring. No, we grew up with that. Yeah. So, like, you want to feel old? I literally had, I was wearing my Gur shirt at work one day, and one of the staff was like, oh, did you watch that new Invader Zim movie too? And I'm just like, you fucking plebeian. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of my face. Get off my lawn. But, nah, Invaderism has always been one of my favorite cartoons, and I was sad to see it go, but I understood. I understood a little bit too well why it it, it went the way that it did, but... uh, I don't blame the the creator for not wanting to budge. Man, again, Nickelodeon, when you go up to somebody whose first comic series is called Johnny the Homicidal Maniac... What exactly do you expect from a children's show from this young man? Like, what do you expect? Please tell me. And I need I, to know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But um, uh, the animation, first of all, was... was that, that was fucking immaculate. Was, I love the animation in that movie. It was nice. Um, I feel as though if that's the last we'll ever get of Invader Zim, I, I'd be happy with that. There were a couple of jokes that I think just ran on a little bit too long. Like, for some reason, there were some parts where the humor felt like classic Invader Zim, and then it felt like somebody trying to understand what made Invader Zim funny and just ramping it up just a little bit too much. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, the whole bit with the zooming up thing. Yeah. I I felt like that, that... dragged on way too long yeah and like the the scene where he's standing up on the stage and dibs talking to him through a window it's like you'll never get away with it what you'll never get a what i actually like that bit (laughs) but it went on too long the thing is if they had stopped it like the first two three times he just said what it would have been funny and i would have been okay with that but it, it literally went on for like five six times and it's like okay we get the joke we get it. Yeah. You can't hear him. We get it. <laughs> I I think the whole thing about that bit was that Zim literally couldn't hear him. So it's like as opposed to him pretending to like ignore him. <laughs> like he genuinely couldn't hear him. But like it's but like you said, it didn't go on for too long. I can't agree. I liked it a bit, but I felt like that joke in particular carried on too long. Mm. Um for me, I really enjoyed the movie. I just wish it had that 
classical invertism grossness. Like <laughs> how the characters would be grotesque. It was grotesquely beautiful. <laughs> like, that is an interesting way to describe it, but you are indeed right. Like Postulio. And the the meat the meat suit when Zim didn't want to get germs and he realized the meat was the cleanest thing on earth, uh, and he wore a meat suit <laughs> to school. Uh, I feel like those are the gross out humor was good for like you know small episodes. You you have to come up with a premise and run with that premise, but like for a whole movie, you gotta you gotta get the ball rolling. I, I get that, but I honestly feel like they could have done more, like, okay, for instance, like, in the beginning with the, with the pig, the guy in the pig costume. Bloody's Pizza! Bloody's Pizza! Where he made the, where he had the pizza, and then he turned around, and he had that, and he had that wet cough, that no. nice, gross cough, and he coughed a pizza on the window, I'm like, mmm, that's, that's, the, that's classic Zim right there. Mm. And then, like, you come back to it, and it's just like, I feel as though the humor may have changed quite a bit considering the the gap between when Invaderism was cancelled up until this Netflix adaptation. So things change. But I got what you mean. Yeah, like there were certain parts that I felt like they could have like thrown one or two jobs in there. Like with the alien the alien glob, they could have made it like Gross, or when, um, or when Zim was in that self-loathing point in the movie, like he could have, like there could have been more gross stuff inside there. Like, like I don't know, Dib was pretty gross at the beginning. Hey, Dib was Look, pretty. Looking gross. at him bothers me. <laughs> I was like, yep, this is the invader Zim I remember and love. That's why I thought it was off to a great, a uh, really good start. Yeah. It didn't disappoint me. It didn't disappoint. It I was didn't, actually pretty good. I didn't laugh as much as I thought I would, though. Yeah, I can agree. Some of the jokes fell flat. I think it was, like, the jokes that were built up that had a good payoff were the ones that, that really stuck with me the most. Mm. Like the bit with the ham. <laughs> the fact that they pointed out the ham some ways through the movie as like, hey, man, something can happen with the ham soon. Remember this ham. Remember it. It's going to show up later. (laughs) And then when it came through, it was like, oh, man, this ham is going to be like some super weapon. It's going to transform or shit. Or this is going to be like a super heavy fucking slab of ham. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Just fucking chuck this damn ham leg at this dude's head. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed Gaz in this movie. I didn't like her as much. I I felt like as opposed to like we spoke about earlier, like they didn't necessarily change her personality so much as they gave her one. Yeah. I the thing is, like Gaz was just a minor character in the show, and her personality was just that one joke. Like she's the brooding, angry. She's the brooding, angry sister, and she just was not having any of Dib and Zim's shit, but. I feel like Gaz. What do we would describe that in D and D terms? What, Chaotic neutral. Because if it doesn't concern her, it doesn't concern her. No, but this this yeah, this, she's this whole movie was like, if I don't interfere, I will die. 
so I have to get involved. Pretty much. Yeah, she, I, she became out of control. And the thing is, like, her and Dib had that moment. That moment that never happened in the show. Like, the moment where you realize, you know what, they're still siblings. Mm. And I felt like they did it in a very gas kind of way. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't sappy, it wasn't it wasn't like, you know It wasn't forced. It, wasn't forced. Yeah. it was just like, hey man, shut the fuck up and get up. <laughs> you know, like I've done worse things to you. Stop being so so sad. <laughs> I don't it's not funny when you're this sad. <laughs> like, you know what? That is probably the closest thing to an I love you that Dib will ever get from Gaz. And, uh, Pretty much. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I like the I like the different mediums they used. Oh, yeah. That was, that was always the thing with, with Zim. Like, a combination of 2D and 3D. Yeah, but they, they did. But when they... T- the anime bit and then when they had like the different grungy type looks and stuff I was like this is good it reminded me a lot of Gumball yeah because Gumball does it all the time <laughs> yeah. alright well any well is there anything in entertainment that you're looking forward to at this point in time like any movies any TV shows any yeah. songs any artists any people for the people who can't see, is giving me a very, very intense stare. It's making Louise me a little pizza uncomfortable. Hog. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, sad to say, I, I haven't been like insanely excited for things as of late because things have just, at least when it comes to movies, it's just been remakes upon remakes, and you, it's like you go to the theater and it's like, okay. That's nice. And you just forgot about it. <clears throat> True. I mean, well, Sonic recently came out. And so did Birds of Prey. <laughs> oh boy. When when the description for Birds of Prey is, it's better than Suicide Squad, that doesn't give me any hope. It really doesn't. Oh, I'm not getting into that. I've been hearing I've been hearing good things about Sonic though. So yeah, I, I heard the Sonic movie yeah, is pretty good. It's pretty fun. I'll give it a chance, yeah. but again, like getting my hopes up. It's just there's nothing. I've there's no movie that I've been like insanely excited to go see. Well, I um I actually like to go online and look at the upcoming movies so I can have an idea of what movies are coming are coming out. Um. So all the comedy, that's like a nice good bit of comedy movies coming out. Um, Fast Nine's coming out. Not gonna go see that. Um, there the um, Black Widow movies coming out. I'm somewhat excited to see it. Not really excited, but somewhat excited. Well, Marvel movies have never let me down. It's it's dumb fun, and there's nothing wrong with dumb fun. I but it looks like they're trying to give it a plot. I almost made a Captain Marvel joke, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, we're above Captain Marvel. But um, No, we're not. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they would try to give it a plot. It's supposed to be Black Widow's backstory, isn't it? Yeah, it's supposed to be, like, not so much of an origin story, but, like, things she was doing in between time. Like, I think that's... It is either before um, Infinity War... 
Is some is it somewhere in between the movies? Apparently, at least from what I've been hearing, um, it's gonna. It might be building up on the, her relationship with with Hawkeye. Oh, okay. So we might actually find out what that Budapest joke is all about. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I give Marvel: their attention to detail. The callbacks. The callbacks are pretty, uh, pretty much on point. Yeah, I enjoy them. Now that I think about it, the last movie that really resonated with me was Into the Spider Verse. Hey, Into the Spider Verse is great. Like the fact that they tried to get this 3D movie to look 2D and to give it a comic book like look and feel spot on I enjoy it. <laughs> the thing about it is is that I like how like aside from the Spider-Man franchise Sony has just been doing things and it has just been the it's been it's not been great it's not it's not been great so. hey man, Spider-Man is a cash cow and they're gonna milk the shit out of that but the thing is like I don't understand how you go from something like the emoji movie to into the Spider Verse way. How do you go from from trash, literal trash, burning trash, to something that amazing? Hey man, you gotta you gotta <clears throat> test out all your artistic skills on the garbage so you see what fits. And when you see what fits, you'll be like, okay. Once we remove the shit, all we get, all we're left with is gold. I I hear what you're saying, but then. Uh, Big Daddy Disney decided, hey, people like that there Spider-Man. I want it. Uh, yeah, no, I want it. Hey, man, Disney trying to own everything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Walt Disney trying to own the moon. If he doesn't already own the moon. Pretty sure he owns the moon. Yeah, but I, I think Disney owns the moon. You know. At some point in time. So, when it comes to, like, anything coming out i kind of just keep my hopes neutral and go see it and just be pleasantly surprised if it's good okay well i'll probably like i said i'll <laughs> probably scour through the through the interwebs to see what movies are coming out because none of them are coming to me right now other than the black widow movie and fast nine because it was in the super bowl <laughs> that's pretty much it um but yeah, well, I'll give it a watch. I'll, I'll probably give a keep an eye out. All right, but I think we wrap up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, folks, uh, I hope you enjoyed our first, the very first, the baby of our podcast. It's a uh, freshly newborn, so that's that fresh baby smell. Doesn't quite know how to open his eyes and. Make baby gurgling sounds. But give it time. We'll be a hindrance. An annoyance real soon. Because we're going to neglect this one and go make another one. Pretty much. That's how babies work, right? Hey man, the first the firstborn child, they say it's a golden child, but nope, that was just a test of me. <laughs> the second child. It's the trial run. Yep. <laughs> to see if you want to continue subscriptions to parenthood. Pretty much. The second baby. That's where the real gold mine is. At least that's what my mom tells me. Cool boy. <laughs> Anyways, folks, uh, thanks for listening to Dream Age, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode.